You're listening to My Titus 2 Life, a podcast for moms, created by a mom and inspired by the Holy Ghost. Get ready for insight and inspiration as we navigate through mountains of laundry, marriage, and ministry. Because we all know, if you're a mommy, you're in full-time ministry. Hello, hello. You are listening to My Titus 2 Life, the podcast. I am your host, Christina Castellan, and I am incredibly excited that you are with us today. If you are a first-time listener, thank you so much. Welcome. I know that the Lord has something absolutely spectacular for you. If you are a returning listener, thank you so much for continuing to tune in. I pray that you continue to hear from the Lord because I know that you are definitely not here for me. Whether you're a returning listener or this is your first time here, I invite you to hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star rating. Bless the Lord. So with that, let's get started. Typically, I would not have any sort of disclaimers. However, just because of the nature of this podcast, I would like to invite you to pause now if you have small children in the room or in the car with you. Uh, We are in a four-part deliverance series, and part four will be on sex, sexual intimacy, sexual violations and sexual misconceptions. So if you are in a room with children and you do not want them to hear the nature of this podcast, go ahead and hit pause, come back and listen to us. I promise you we will still be here when the kids go to bed. All right, so let's get started. We are in a four-part deliverance series. This is part four, as I mentioned before, and God has been incredibly kind, incredibly kind. He has come so powerfully over the last three parts, and I know today will be no different. Sexual intimacy is so important to the Lord, and He wants to deal with moms who are struggling in this area, particularly concerning any sort of misconceptions that have been spoon-fed to you from generation to generation. We know as believers that there is no such thing as generational curses. You will not find that term anywhere in the Bible. But however, there are generational cycles, generational patterns of behavior that we must address, that we must interrupt. And that's exactly what we will be doing today. So the Lord specifically highlighted as I was seeking him, reading his word and preparing to record that there is many of you, many mothers that entered into marriage pure. You had had no sort of sexual contact or encounter before your wedding night. And we praise God for that. What a wonderful gift to be able to give to your husband. However, in that purity, you were told from parents, loved ones, maybe even elders in your church that sex was dirty or it was nasty. It wasn't intentional that you began to take on some sort of fear or sex being cloaked in some sort of dirtiness. However, that's what happened. They were trying to keep you from, of course, engaging in premarital sex, engaging in any sort of premarital intimacy, physical intimacy with the opposite gender before your wedding night. However, that can be warped and a spirit of fear can become attached to your perception of sex, sexual intimacy, physical touch and things of that nature. So we just want to even begin now and begin to renounce the spirit of fear. In Jesus' name, spirit of fear, we arrest you. We bind you up in Jesus' name. You will loose her right now. She will not continue to move forward in fear, in terror concerning her sex life. Father, we thank you that you are good. 
We thank you that you are pouring the oil and the wine even now as women are listening, as mothers, married mothers are listening and they are moving forward with their lives as sexually intimate women who have no fear of sex in Jesus' mighty name. So we, of course, always want to go back to the word of God. The word of God is quite clear. If you ever want to read a book that is very detailed, very detailed, some would say graphic, but graphic is also cloaked in some sort of dirtiness. But it is a very, very detailed, very intimate verses, very detailed scripture on sexual intimacy in the book of Song of Solomon. And there is a section in this particular part of the first chapter that says Solomon and his bride delight in each other. They delight in each other. We want to renounce the misconception that it is only your husband that delights in you and that you are not supposed to or you're not allowed to or that you shouldn't be delighting in your husband. We even right now renounce in the name of Jesus, you women that are repulsed absolutely disgusted by your husband's penis. Again, I, I said today was going to be pretty graphic and really strong, and I hope that you all are mature enough to handle this podcast. I pray that you are because I know that the Lord would not assign this unless there was people that needed to be set free. So those of you that are absolutely repulsed and disgusted by your husband's penis, by his sexual organs, by his body, by the body of your husband, we just cleanse your mind right now in the name of Jesus that the Holy Spirit would go in and wash the walls of your memory, any sort of violation that you encountered, any sort of lie that you had been fed about the sexual organs of a male especially that of your husband, that you would move forward and no longer be disgusted, that you would no longer be repulsed, that you would no longer be turned off by your husband's penis in Jesus' mighty name, that you would see his body as the way that the Lord designed it. The man's body was designed to give you pleasure. It was also, of course, designed to plant seed into your body. You can look at the way that the Lord designed males and see that the male body was designed to be giving. We are designed to receive. The man's body is designed to give. And we give the Lord praise for that. So if you are one and you have been repulsed by your husband's body, you've been repulsed by his penis, you've been repulsed by his genitalia, uh, we renounce that thinking right now in Jesus' name, that you would move forward and you would delight in your husband, that you would move forward and you would delight in his body, that you would move forward and you would want to receive pleasure from your husband's body in Jesus' mighty name. We also want to make sure that we address things about ourselves. There's many women that are wrestling with their own self-image that are repulsed and disgusted even with their own body, repulsed and disgusted with their breasts, repulsed and disgusted with their vaginal area, repulsed and disgusted with their labia. The Lord says he has made you in his own image, that you are beautiful. You are his beloved and your husband is going to look at you and want you in the same way that the Lord has designed him to want you in Jesus name. So if you are wrestling with being repulsed with the way that you look, repulsed in the way that your body feels, 
Whether you are pregnant now, whether you are postpartum just a few weeks, whether you have children that are teenagers or young adults, or if you have children that are full-fledged adults, that you would no longer be repulsed or disgusted by your own body. That you would look at your body as a way to bring pleasure, as a way to bring delight to your own husband in Jesus' mighty name. And we also want to address any sort of self-esteem issues that you have concerning your body that are tied to your body and the way that your body has changed after having children. You are repulsed by stretch marks or the way that your body is now shaped after having a child. Any extra weight that you may have, any sort of stretch marks or any extra skin that you may have now moving forward. And your husband, I can guarantee you this, your husband delights in your body. He desires your body. He loves your body because you are the one that brought his children into the world. So we just want to remember that we are healthy. If you are healthy and happy, that you should be enjoying sexual intimacy with your husband. So we renounce the spirit of disgust. We renounce the spirit of being repulsed and being disappointed. You will no longer be disappointed in the way that your body looks. Your body is absolutely beautiful in Jesus name. We're going to move on now to moms that are not wanting to be sexual anymore because they have now become a mother. If you are a mother and you are married, you should be sexual. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about that unless you have some sort of a health issue where a doctor has said you need to be abstaining from sex or sexual intimacy. You are a sexual being. The Lord designed you that way. Sexual moms are not nasty. I want to go ahead and reverse that thinking right now in Jesus name. You are not nasty because you desire sex. You are not nasty because you desire having sex with your husband. You are not nasty because you want to have sex with your husband. That does not make you nasty. That does not make you not a Christian. That does not make you some sort of dirty person or perverted person or perverted woman because you desire to have sex with your husband. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. In fact, if you go back to the word of God, the wife of Solomon begins the first chapter of the book discussing what she wanted her husband to do to her. She was very vocal in her desires. She was very vocal in how she wanted her body to feel. She was very vocal in what she wanted her husband to do to her body. And this was all cloaked in love. This was a letter that she wrote to her husband, a love letter, a sexually explicit love letter, if you will, to her husband and her desires that she had for him. So we just rebuke that thinking. We renounce that thinking that you are nasty because you want to have sex, that you are nasty because you are a sexual being. You are nasty because you think you have more sex than your friends. There is nothing wrong with that. Again, the Lord designed your body to receive pleasure in Jesus' mighty name. I also want to address time management. That is huge for moms. Huge, huge, huge. There's many moms that at the end of the day, they are tired. Rightfully so. You've been with children all day. You may work outside of the home even, and you are just tired. You're busy, and you feel maybe even dirty at the end of the day, and you just want to go to bed. I decree and declare right now that your time management 
judgment would be sharpened in Jesus name, that you would manage your time better so that at the end of the day, you can go into the bedchambers and enjoy yourself, enjoy your husband and have that be a part of the way that you wind down at the end of the day. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So we, again, we just pronounce better time management over you that the Holy Spirit would give you instruction, that the Holy Spirit would give you direction on how to better manage your time in Jesus name. The enemy will try anything to make sure you and your husband are not coming together. Whether that's children staying up late at night, whether you are tired or you have a weird work schedule, your husband has a strange work schedule, or maybe one of you or both of you travel for work, whatever it is, the enemy is very, very busy in wanting to make sure that you and your husband are not coming together. So be on guard about that. Be on guard about the enemy coming into your bedchambers, trying to cause division, trying to cause doubt, trying to cause a wedge between you and your husband by way of distractions or sickness or poor time management skills. Be on guard in the areas that you see are areas that that you're having trouble in, go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit to help you improve those areas. If there's things you need to do or things you need to take, a doctor you need to visit, a certain thing you need to pray. The Holy Spirit is a mastermind. Let me tell you, if you have an area that's an issue, the Holy Spirit can and will help you if you invite him. It's time that the Holy Spirit come back into the bedchambers of married kingdom couples. That is what we've got to get back to. So I don't know who that is for, but just receive that in Jesus' mighty name. So we want to go ahead and begin to pray and begin to renounce things that have tried to come in and cause division in marriages and also uproot some things, uproot some thinking. We want to make sure that we deal with the spirit of infirmity as well. We know that some of you may be postpartum and your body has not quite adjusted back to the way that it desired sex before you became pregnant. So we want to address that as well. So I speak to the body and the mind of every woman that is here that may be postpartum a few months or a few weeks or maybe even a couple of years and your body just has never gone back. There's been a demonic delay in your sex drive postpartum. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So we come against any sort of demonic delay. Uh, We also come against any sort of lack in your hormones. If you are deficient in anything or you are not balanced in your hormones, we come against that in Jesus' mighty name. May your hormones, may your chemicals of your body be well balanced. May your cup be running over with desires for your husbands, that there will be no deficiencies in Jesus' name, that you have a libido that is right where it should be. It is not too high, and it certainly is not too low. We speak directly to the loins of every woman that may have had any sort of trauma during birth. May your loins, may your vaginal canal, thank you Holy Spirit, come back into alignment with the word of God. May your vaginal canal be healed and whole in Jesus' mighty name. That any trauma or injury that your vaginal canal suffered during childbirth be reversed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Spirit of fear, we address you directly. You will not intimidate this woman of God to go back into the marriage chambers after she's given birth for fear that she may cause 
further damage or damage her body after giving birth, that her body is healthy, her body is strong, her body is resilient, and her body is prepared for sexual intimacy after giving birth. We renounce any sort of spirit of sexual immorality, spirit of homosexuality, lesbianism. We bind you up in Jesus' mighty name. Any sort of violent, demonic sex that you have been desiring where you want to be beaten or chained up, anything that is not in accordance with the word of God, we renounce that right now in Jesus' name, that your sexual desires would be pure and they would be in alignment with the will of God for kingdom marriages in Jesus' mighty name. We renounce any embarrassment that stems from any sort of poor teaching that you receive as a child, as an adolescent, even as an engaged woman. You will not be embarrassed of sex. You will not be embarrassed to talk about sex with your husband. You will not be embarrassed to tell your husband what you want and how you want things in the bedchambers. You will not be embarrassed. You will also not be intimidated by your own sexual desires. You will have self-control over your body and you will be able to communicate well with your husband what you want, what you do not want, how you want things, when you want things in the bedchambers with your husband in Jesus' mighty name. We come against the spirit of masturbation in Jesus' name. If you have been desiring to masturbate, there's been a nasty spirit that's come into your home and has put a a spirit of masturbation um, on your body, in your mind. Something has planted a seed, whether that would have been a girlfriend or a family member that said, oh, you can just masturbate if your husband's out of town. You can just masturbate if your husband does not want to have sex with you. The devil is a liar and you will be loosed from that spirit of being out of control of your body where you think you must pleasure yourself before you go to your husband and ask him to pleasure you. We rebuke that thinking in Jesus' name. We rebuke that cycle of self-pleasure in Jesus' name, self-gratification. Your husband should be the one that satisfies you sexually in Jesus' mighty name. We also come against any sort of addiction to pornography and also erotic books, erotic magazines in Jesus' mighty name, especially the ones of you that are reading books that are sexually explicit and you think, oh, I'm not watching pornography, but Reading pornography is just as bad as watching it. So we renounce that in Jesus' mighty name, that nasty spirit of pornography. You leave her now in Jesus' name. You loose her now, her mind, those images that she has put into her brain as she has read these words on these pages or in magazines or on online articles. We renounce you in Jesus' mighty name. We come against any sort of confusion that has been resting in your body, any sort of misfiring in the brain that has caused you to be attracted to the same gender and you not know why. We bind up that spirit of confusion in Jesus' name. You are not a woman that enjoys the pleasure of another woman. You are a woman that enjoys the pleasure of your husband in Jesus' mighty name. And if you are not currently married, if you are not currently married, but you are a mom and you think, well, if I just go ahead and 
fulfill my desires with another woman before I get married. I just want to see what it's like before I give myself over to a husband. We come against that plan. We come against that agenda of hell that has tried to plant seeds of lesbianism, uh, plant seeds of just being experimental in uh, Jesus' name. We come against that right now in Jesus' mighty name. You be loosed, you be free, and you come into the greatness of being attracted to a man in Jesus' mighty name. God, you are so good. Holy Spirit, you are good. And one more thing I want to mention before we go ahead and go back to the word of God is that sexual intimacy was not created by the Lord simply for procreation. And that is the exact reason why there are sexual acts mentioned in the word of God that do not involve the releasing of sperm into the vagina. I hope that you are mature enough to receive that. In the word of God, there is mention of sexual acts. I will leave it to you to look it up and read it. There is mention of sexual acts in the Bible that were never intended to be an act of creating another baby, creating a human being. But these sexual acts were invented by the Lord to create pleasure in the bedchambers of a married couple in Jesus' name. So sex is not just for procreation. Sex is also for pleasure. If you are having sex with your husband just for the sake of producing, you are doing it in a wrong way. Yes, we know sex produces children. Praise be to our living God that he would create such a thing and be able to hand us off a blessing in the midst of it. But sex is not only for the procreation of babies and marriage. That's why you can enjoy sexual intimacy long after you have exited your childbearing years. You should be sexually intimate with your husband long after you've had menopause. Make no mistake about it. If you are a grandmother listening to this podcast and you want the Lord to reignite your sexual relationship with your husband, just receive in Jesus' mighty name. Receive a supernatural miracle, supernatural healing in your body in Jesus' name, that the Lord would do an overhaul on your vaginal canal, the Lord would do an overhaul on your hormones, that the Lord would do an overhaul on the chemicals in your brain so that you can come back into the original intent that God had for our bodies. The original intent God had for our bodies is that we would enjoy pleasure from the moment we came into marriage until the moment we transitioned and we died and went to go be with the Lord. That's the original intent of the Lord. And I want to say this, we'll go back to the word of God. In Titus chapter 2, verse 12, it reads this, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. I'm going to read that one more time. This is Titus chapter 2, verse 12, teaching us, women teaching women, that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in the present age. So if you have been one to enjoy the lusts of the world, enjoy pornography, enjoy erotica articles, enjoy masturbation and sex toys, things of that nature, you've got to turn away from that 
it is a sin. It is a sin. We are to turn away from worldly lust and deny ungodliness, deny things that are unclean, deny things that don't line up with the word of God, even in including, but not limited to sexual intimacy. So we've got to get back to the word of God. And let me just say this in closing. It is okay to be a woman that wears prayer shawls, but also wears pretty panties. I'm going to say it one more time. It is okay for you to wear prayer shawls and pretty panties. The Lord wants you to be confident in the bed chambers. The Lord wants you to be confident in your marriage bed. The Lord wants you to be confident as you communicate your sexual desires to your husband. That is his design and desire for kingdom marriages. So I pray that you receive this from the Lord today. I pray that you have been healed, set free, and delivered from ungodliness, from worldly lusts and desires, that you will step away from desires that have kept you cloaked in shame, that there would be no more shame in your marriage bed, that there would be no more shame in the bedchambers of your home, but that you would go into the bedchambers delighted, that you would go into the bedchambers know that you delight in your husband as much as your husband delights in you, in Jesus' mighty name. So we just seal this with the blood of Jesus. And I encourage you to act now. Go speak with your husband. Ask for his forgiveness as well. If you have been one to turn him down in the bedchambers, or you have been one to not properly communicate your sexual desires to him, ask him to forgive you for not understanding why or what was going on with your natural body. And I pray that this has been a blessing to you. So with that being said, I will say this, like I say every single time here on my Titus 2 Life, you are a fantastic mom. If you have not heard it today, hear it right now. You are a good mom. The Lord loves you. God bless you. And I will see you next time here at my Titus 2 Life. Thank you.